Hey party people, I'm Katie, and welcome back to another episode of Apostolic Audios. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hey guys, it's been a hot minute. So I hit a very low point in my mental health. I'm okay. Um, But it just took me a while to be able to start podcasting again and just start lifing as I used to again. So I'm all good. I was always good. But I'm back and better than ever. Um, So today I'm recording the day before Easter. So this episode will be out on Easter. And there were like two thoughts that I had for this episode. One was... I think there's a lot to unpack in the Palm Sunday verses as we prepare for Easter. And another thing, what fruit is God bearing in your life? So I think I'm going to combine those two ideas in today's episode. So let's start off with a prayer. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Lord, thank you for uh, this audience and thank you for this platform in order to speak your word. I'm so, so grateful for that. And then you kind of stop taking it for granted. But that's that's a prayer for another time. Lord, thank you for gathering us here today to speak about you and think about you and lead our lives for you. Help us prepare for, well, I guess when this is released, help us celebrate the events of your son and the forgiveness of your son and the promise of heaven from your son help us learn how to receive your gifts and receive your fruits in your name amen father son holy spirit so i was just reading through the palm sunday verses and if i were to um read all of the verses to you guys i think it would be like four lengths of my usual episodes so i'm just gonna do a bit of a paraphrasing um and like reference so Basically, um, the Palm Sunday verses go through the Last Supper um, and the Passion. And there's basically, like, when Jesus is um, going through the village with his crucifix, there's basically two groups of people. There's the people saying, kill Jesus. um, And then there's the people who are saying, no, don't kill Jesus. And as we were reading these verses at church, I had this kind of heart reflection of, wow. And this is kind of something that's always on my mind, especially like during Christmas and Easter. And which group would I have been a part of? Would I have been a part of the group saying, give us Barabbas, release Barabbas, kill Jesus? Or would I have been a part of the group saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus? Because when you really think about it, these people in their lives, like their lives were not focused on Jesus. You know what I mean? Because you know, they had their own lives, and Jesus came in in, like, small bursts, so most people were just like, oh, there's this guy named Jesus, and he may be the son of God, and he may not, and so I think it's really not easy for people to believe in Jesus nowadays when there's so much proof and so much testimony and so much openness about Jesus, but back in the day, that would have been really hard, because at that point, there was just this guy walking around doing miracles. You weren't really sure if he was crazy, um, There are actually a lot of people who claim to be um, the son of God and weren't, and the people who followed them were then crazy when it was discovered that they weren't actually the son of God. 
So which group would I have been a part of? The crazy people saying that Jesus is real and Jesus is the son of God, or the group of the quote-unquote sane people who were saying to give away a murderer instead of a guy who had done literally nothing but said he was the son of God. Anyways, like, when you think about it, the more reasonable option is the people saying that he's not the son of God. Because what proof do you have other than he performed miracles? Like, when you see a magician, you assume that it's a trick. Like, you assume it's not magic. So I don't really blame these people for, at the time, being like, that that can't be the son of God. I don't know if that's good to say, but I understand where they're coming from, you know what I mean? Which puts me in a place of, like, which one am I? You know what I mean? And obviously... You know that whole thing where Jesus was like, you, my child, are saved because you believed without seeing. Like, you just relied fully on your faith. I don't remember what verse that is. Hold on. I'm going to pause and find it. Actually, funnily enough, funnily enough, I don't know if that's a word. This verse is, um, comes from the day that they found Jesus risen from the dead. And there's this guy, Thomas, who's one of the 12 apostles. I'm going to read you the verse. This is John chapter 20 verses 24 through 29. But Thomas, one of the 12 disciples who was called Didymus, the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples kept telling him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see in his hands the mark of the nails and put my finger into the nail prints, put my hand into his side, I will never believe. Eight days later, his disciples were again inside the house and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, though the doors had been barred, and stood among them and said, Peace to you. Then he said to Thomas, Reach here with your finger and see my hands, and put out your hand and put it in my side. Place it in my side. Do not be unbelieving, but stop doubting and believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Because you have seen me, do you now believe? Blessed are they who did not see me and yet believed in me. So yeah, even one of the twelve disciples needed to see that Jesus was Jesus in order to believe in Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, it's really, really hard to be a part of the, yes, this is Jesus group. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to excuse the not Jesus group, but I think it's a really important heart posture for us to understand how hard it is to see without believing. No. Got that messed up. Believe without seeing. Oh my goodness, guys. It's pretty obvious I haven't podcasted in a while. I think this also connects to how a lot of people are like, "Ugh, Eve, you're the worst. Childbirth wouldn't hurt and we'd have heaven if you hadn't eaten that apple. If you were Eve, you would have eaten the apple too. To be completely honest with you, because we give into sin every single day, just like she gave into the devil literally once. I think Easter is a great time to reflect on believing without seeing and having faith, even when in the seasons where we feel like God isn't present. I think I just got through one of those, and then, well, I guess I'm just going to throw something random in the middle of the episode, but I recently commit to the University of Notre Dame. Never, ever in a million years did I think I would get in there. However, it was in fact my dream school, and I had a lot of doubt in God that I could get in there, because I applied early decision, which basically means if you get in, you go to that school, no matter what the financial aid is, you are going. Um, I did that to the Villanova University because I thought it was basically like Notre Dame, 
but I had a better chance of getting in. Well, I got hard rejected and that threw a wrench in my plans for a minute there. I still hadn't applied to Notre Dame. Notre Dame's a really, really hard school to get into. And I completely just doubted God that I would not be able to get in. He would not be able to get me to get in. It was just not going to happen. Like there was no force, including God, where I could go to Notre Dame, even though I just had this feeling of peace on that campus that I felt at no other college. I knew it was the school for me, but I just doubted that God could do it for me. I did not believe without seeing. And God still proved faithful because I remember I had this moment when I was driving back from visiting that campus about 14 months ago. And I was just like, God, I put this in your hands. I know that if I am meant to be here, you will get me here. And I, I trust in you and I believe in you. And I was just flooded with this peace. And what did I do? I applied early decision to another school. But I think this also goes to show that no matter what you, nothing can stop a plan that God has for you. Because I literally tried to go to this whole other school that I was not meant to be at. And he still put me back in the right direction. He had to reject me from that school, which really, really hurt my feelings, Jesus. But I am so, so stinking happy now. Like, I've already met so many amazing people. I know that Notre Dame is exactly where I'm supposed to be. But I did not believe without seeing. But he was still faithful to me. And I think it also goes to show that even if you are in that first group of people who want Jesus dead, but Barabbas, the murderer, out and about and free, God still has faith for your life and a plan for your life and love for you. Not that these things are really the same of my college story and my college admission story and like murder and Jesus's death, but still, you know? So I'm also going to tie this into what fruit is God bringing in your life right now. So as you guys know, um, mental health was kind of hard for me the past few months. And then I recently got news that I was going to Notre Dame. And I think the fruit that God is bringing in my life right now is that nothing can stand between the love he has for me and the plan he has for me and the faith that he has in me. Even I can't stand between that. And I tried hard. (laughs) And I think this was a lesson I really needed to learn that I can fully put my faith in him. Because he got me into a school with a 12% acceptance rate. 12. 12. And I never in a million years, million bajillion years, did I think that was a possibility. Like, ever. Like, he he really had to move some mountains for that one. But I know that's exactly where he wants me and where he needs me. And I think that this season is really bearing that God will provide And this season was really, really difficult for me. I'm not saying it's exactly over, but I'm kind of seeing the point now because I was so, so worried these past few months because I did have other college options, but I wasn't in love with any of them. I never felt the way that I felt at Notre Dame at any of these other schools. And I also just didn't have faith that if I wasn't going to Notre Dame that I would have a home. I didn't feel that way. And I think time will tell and God is just faithful. He really, really is. Even when I don't trust in him and even when I don't believe because that happens sometimes and 
yeah. So, to wrap it all up, I want to give you guys a some food, food for thought to pray over. Um, what is the fruit in your life that God is bearing? What are the areas in your life that God is bringing clarity to? And if you're not quite there yet, if you're not at the full circle moment, what areas of your life do you want God to bring clarity to? What doesn't make sense to you right now? Where do you need God in your life? I mean, you need God everywhere, but where do you need his loving hand the most? Some deeper questions. Why don't you trust that God will bring his faith and his love to that area of your life? When is the last time that you believed without seeing? Where do you need God to bring peace to your life? So I'm going to pray us out. If you guys are still listening to me after I literally ghosted you for a month and a half, um, I just want to say thank you. And I appreciate your loyalty. And if you're a new listener, um, I hope to not ghost you for a month and a half again. Um, doing my best out here. Uh, but school's calming down now. Um, I have a lot more time to devote to this podcast and this platform, which I'm so grateful for, honestly. Um, I'm going to pray us out. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, thank you for gathering us here today. Thank you for giving us this platform to hear each other and listen and celebrate your word. God, help us see your fruits. God, help us find your clarity. God, help us receive your peace. Help us to believe without seeing. Lord, watch over us. Lord, help us pray. Help us celebrate you in every day. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Alright guys, thanks for listening today. Um, and I will be back with you in two weeks with another episode. I'm praying for you guys. Love you. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Apostolic Audios. Get in touch with us on our social medias. We'd love to hear from you. Have a blessed week and we'll see you next Sunday. Keep us in your prayers. You're always in ours.